welcome to another episode of Passing Stones with John and Spencer. John, today's guest, um, I met her a long time ago. In fact, coming up on like 10 years, which is kind of crazy. Um, but it is Delaney Doyle. Welcome, Mercer, Delaney Doyle. Almost Mercer. Delaney Doyle, hashtag Mercer. All right, Delaney, welcome on to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Well, also, I want to throw in a little snippet and say that this is the first time that you and I have uh, recorded together again in a long time because you finally moved back up to Logan. Yes, so. it is true. I thought you were talking about Delaney at first, and I was like, when did you record with her? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> so, it's been a long time. That last podcast that we recorded, Delaney? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but now that Delaney, Delaney hasn't moved, I've moved after Cash Valley uh, again. So, yeah, that is that is nice. Uh, still doing it over Skype because Delaney does live. Are you in Pleasant Grove, or where are you at? Well, we bought a house in Lehigh, but we still live in Pleasant Grove right now. Yeah. So. Still in Pleasant Grove, but bought a house in the Silicon Slopes. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. But awesome. So, I mean, Delaney, we had talked about it a little bit before we started recording uh, and before we uh, really started putting this all together, but um, you are married now to, I am. to Ethan Mercer from Massachusetts. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, I just want to know, because I'll tell a story maybe a little bit from what I remember of how we met, but um, I want to know how you and Ethan met. Oh, we met the way all the millennial modernists do, on Mutual. Oh, uh, nice. yes. And he was smitten with me immediately and then ceased dating <laughs> anybody else. And then uh-huh. ceased dating everybody else. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, it must be nice. Yeah. Quick. It was very quick, actually. <laughs> that was good. good for you, Ethan. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay. Um, what was your guys' first date? Our first date, we went to the Smoking Apple for dinner. And, oh, can I tell them this? It was dinner. It was after work. And then at dinner, he told me that he is a pretty big Star Wars nerd, but I didn't really get the depth of it until he told me that after The Last Jedi, he wrote a 20-page single-space paper about how it was the worst because he couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> Did he write this to give to somebody or just for himself? Just for his own wow. mental health. Good for you. <laughs> since, it has since expanded to 35 pages, including pictures and clips. And it is a work of art. Well, I would love if you could email that over to me because I had some strong opinions about the movie, too. Uh, for anybody that wants to email me anything, just spencer.holsey at gmail.com. I'm a sucker for a good ad if anybody was looking for that as well. I'll probably buy your thing. But anyway, <laughs> that is awesome, though. So Smoking Apple, he told you he was a big Star Wars nerd. And where do you go from there? We went to Walmart because he also told me he liked to knit. He's a Renaissance man, you see. Yes. Oh, chivalry so, is not dead. It is not. It was live and well with Ethan Mercer. <laughs> Good. His name is actually Charles Ethan Mercer, to give you a sense of the regal spirit within him. Wow, yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. And we went to Walmart to look at knitting things. And then we came back to my house. It was in between. I had just graduated from graduate school, and I was waiting to move up to Salt Lake to start my job. And so I was living with my parents. And... He dropped me back up, back off at my house, and I was showing him my new kayak in my driveway, and my dad drove up. So he met my dad on our first date, even though I was like 
23. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he was embarrassed. <laughs> your dad was embarrassed? <laughs> well, I just feel like meeting your parents is sometimes awkward, even if it's planned or not. Uh, Kenzie actually met my parents in an econo lodge in South Logan. Really? Yeah, on an accident. <laughs> econo. They still, they still bring that up. Yes, the econo lodge, South Logan, <laughs> where uh, Kenzie was introduced to my family, and they fell in love with her there. There you go. But how did you meet Tori's parents? Oh, how did? Oh, this is bad. I should have this memory. <laughs> 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 don't remember. Um, somewhere you in know there. what i don't remember so i'm gonna make a story up here we go <laughs> so we were uh <laughs> were surfing in the in utah lake behind oh. the, <laughs> excellent um, surf there <laughs> yes. but it was it was behind a, a sailboat and they were swimming because they are huge triathlon people even though they're not and i accidentally almost um ran over them with my surfboard and that's how we met good oh for boy. <laughs> man what a story yeah that was good that's that's amazing i really don't remember i hope my wife doesn't listen to this which i know she doesn't so we're good <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> listening now. It's, it's already okay. Tori is really quiet. <laughs> oh boy, I'm glad she hasn't said anything to me yet. She'll right. make, <laughs> it'll make me cry. <laughs> but um, anyway, <laughs> but so that's awesome. And so you guys, he met your dad on the first date. Um, hey, you know what's kind of funny? Delaney was actually my first date I ever had. Really? Yeah, we went to Pleasant Grove Homecoming together back in 2011. Uh, It was 12, wasn't it? No, was it? Because it would have been like September of our junior year. I think that was 2011. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Almost 2012, toward the end of 2011. But we, yeah, I met your dad that day too. I think for the first time. Have and you told John how you asked me on that? <laughs> but he's pretty cool. But Delaney's dad, now that I'm just remembering this, I don't know if you have a similar story or not, John. Delaney's dad was in the military, much like my dad. So that's a stone that we have right there. There you go. But Delaney's um, dad also was once arrested, I think, for stealing a flamingo or something oh. like that. Really? <laughs> Did I tell you about that? <laughs> yeah, no. you told me about that a long time ago, but I only remember like the very brief details. Do you want me to tell you all of it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My dad was in medical school in Fort Worth. No, this is when he was in residency. So he was doing his three-year residency after medical school, and we were in Georgia. And I guess when they finished their residency, all of the residents wanted to do a prank on the hospital director or something like that. And she's a big flamingo nerd, I guess. She had, like, hundreds of flamingos in her house and in her yard. Plastic flamingos, yeah. So they decided to go and collect all the flamingos and steal them. And they were just going to, like, drop them at graduation. And she'd be all happy she got her flamingos back. So they go. I don't remember if it was on the way to pick up the flamingos or on the way home. But they got arrested. They got pulled over because, I guess, like there had been some robbery 
and their car description was the same. So they're all dressed in black, looking really thug. These medical students must have been on the way back with all these flamingos in the car. And they got out. They all got handcuffed and read their rights and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and in the military, so that could have been really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been horrible. It could have been really bad. <laughs> funny, though. But... So even still, but if you look at her dad, like he would never really strike you as the man that would be arrested for anything. <laughs> Especially no. for stealing a flamingo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just looking like he was committing a robbery that night, which is really funny. But in fact about my um, dad, he's very white. He was the president <laughs> of the Korean club in high school. Good for him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, my dad was president of the ping pong team in high school. So That's a little cool. It's a stone that we shared, clubs uh, that not a lot of people are a part of. <laughs> my dad was kicked out of high school for not showing up. Was he really? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of a weird thing. The principal pulled him in one day and said, hey, you know, if you're not going to come anyway, like, we're just going to kick you out. And he said, sounds good to me. And so he didn't go to school after that. But then he got his GED. Uh, went into the military. That's what was kind of funny, too. Like, when he joined the military and took, I think, the ASVAB or something, or somebody else pulled him aside and they took some tests. He was in Kansas at the time. And they ended up, like, a high school in Kansas. He scored so well on that test that they gave him a high school diploma. Really? Yeah. That's Instead amazing. That's yeah. cool. So he got both, a GED and a high school diploma. <laughs> and they're like, why did you do yeah. that? I got my diploma after I took the GED. That's and here's the funniest part of it, too. They went up to him, and they were like, hey, like with this score, like you could get into West Point if you wanted to. Really? Yeah, and he said, I'm not going to be no college boy. Direct quote. <laughs> I clearly, I'm 17 and in the military. Do you really think I'm planning on college I'm not right gonna now? Be no college <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> I like your dad. Yeah, he's awesome. He did eventually graduate from college, just so people know that. He and he got a master's degree in the end too. So good for him. Yeah, I really pulled his life together at some point. That's cool. <laughs> but isn't he working on a PhD now? He is working on a PhD now from Brigham Young University. Ooh. I don't remember in what, but I think it's in like uh, school administration. Oh, cool. Something like that. But yeah, that is a nice man. He is the nicest man in the world. But that's the thing. We all love dads. Here's the thing. Kenzie is super close to her dad. And John, I know, loves his dad. They have some really funny stories. I love my dad. Love my dad, too. Um, but anyway, I think you know, even kind of going with the military thing, my dad luckily was like full time National Guard. Luckily, in a certain way, only because I hate change. I hate moving. Mm -hmm. um, but Delaney's dad was like active duty, full army. And so they did move a lot. So that's where I know that you stayed in Pleasant Grove probably the longest, but where have you lived uh, for the, I don't know, like just overall, where have you lived? We lived in Texas, Georgia, and California. That's so, right. Not too many. Yeah. So this might be another stone right here, though. So Delaney was in Barstow, California, if I remember, because it was the first Del Taco. It was the first Del Taco. Yes. The first Del Taco ever in Barstow, ever. California. Ever. Which, if you see, if you've been to Barstow, it makes sense that that's where Del Taco was created. <laughs> we also have one of the hugest In and Outs. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Did you know that, Kenzie? Uh, I'm sure it's I've been super there. big. I'm so, yeah. Yeah. Did they did they initially start with Taco Tuesday, or was that something later? I don't know. 
Well, you know, if they were the OGs, they probably were the OG for everything. So probably. Yeah. So the Taco Tuesday. But that is, I remember that's probably one of the first things Elaney and I bonded over, actually, was Del Taco. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even been since I was in high school, but (laughs) still. I don't, they just barely opened one up here. Yeah, I saw that. I've I've seen it. You've seen that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) No, I own it. You but own no, that? I have not. That's read why it. you moved back up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but um, but so would you say Pleasant Grove is your hometown, though? Yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah. I guess not. Yeah, um, I I just kind of guess that I figured you'd been there the longest at this point. But um, so we like to give our hometowns nicknames on this program. And so Wyatt Duclos is also from Pleasant Grove. He nicknamed it the Snake Oil City because of all the essential oil companies that seem to start in Pleasant Grove, <laughs> i.e. doTERRA, mm. and, which I'm no longer with doTERRA. So, so now I you can, can make fun of them. And then... <laughs> Young Living, too, right? Yeah, Young Living, too, because doTERRA broke off of Young Living. But they moved uh, to Lehigh pretty quick, I think, to oh. try to get a part of that. Anyway, um, I like, I mean, I grew up really close to Pleasant Grove, you know, in Linden. I call that the city of dreams, Linden, Utah. I grew up in Bountiful. It's uh, the land of plenty. Yes, but what would you nickname Pleasant Grove? I think the official name of Pleasant Grove is a good place to grow a family. Which <laughs> is that true? <laughs> really? <laughs> what do they want us to be doing? I don't know. But... <laughs> I think a good name for Pleasant Grove would be. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good place to grow in general, right? Just a good, place, a good to place to grow, to grow in, in general, general right? right? How, yeah. I don't know. There's lots of ways to grow. There we go. Yeah. A good place to grow in general, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that will kind of bring me into as well, just kind of how. I'm at Lane, you know, it was in high school. Um, I believe it was Miss Mrs. Um, Gallagher's 10th grade honors English class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that together. You sat and... in the front row. Yes. <laughs> was that what? I didn't hear. He sat in the front row and he always oh. wore he always wore his jazz jerseys or his bulls jerseys. <laughs> yes. Which sad story, my bulls jersey I think was stolen uh no. here in Logan. So if you're house. listening in Logan and you have that Bulls Derrick Rose number one jersey, I want it back. Yeah, it happened like worst. three years ago, but I still want it back. <laughs> one time Spencer told me that if I learned the entire Jazz roster, he would take me to a game, and he never did. Did you learn the whole Jazz roster? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh well, let's go to a game. You, me, Ethan, Kenzie, um, John, and Tori. <laughs> I forgot your name. I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's what I uh, figured when you looked at me and paused for a second. <laughs> yeah, I've only known you for a long time. I've done a whole podcast with you with and your name in the title. Kidney Stone Boy. Yeah. Me and Stoner over here. <laughs> but but no, yeah, so we'll definitely do that. If you can remember the um, jazz <laughs> roster from 2000-whatever. <laughs> you don't have to do that at all. I, would, I just love going to games, and we will definitely go to one together. I'll hit you up on that. We'll go to a uh, anyway, um, when I first met Delaney, though, 
she seemed to be a lot more clumsy than she is now. So I think Pleasant Grove was a good way to grow. So like I had said, when I first met her, she had stitches in her head from Wyatt too close, um, from being a little too close. Do you remember that? How did that happen? How did that happen? Wyatt was too close, not me. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I saw him down the hall. So in our high school, we had this area where there were vending machines and then like a brick wall where I guess the art classes were. Wait, was that the vending machine that I broke or is that a different Yeah. Yeah, I was over there by that one. That one. Good for you. I ran right through it. Anyway. Mr. Van Dyke's room? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I saw Wyatt and I saw him in the hallway and he stopped and he looked at me and he said my name, yelled my name and he opened his arms up wide. And I just remember thinking, oh, please no, please no. And he started charging me, like running as fast as he could. And I was like, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this. So I, because Wyatt was weird. He's still weird. We love him, but he's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sidestepped him and I ran and I tripped over a trash can and then I hit my head against this brick wall. And I was like, I'm okay. I was all embarrassed. All my friends were there. And I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> and then I touched my head and there was blood. And all of a sudden I was no longer okay. So I remember <laughs> I ran to like the girls' bathroom and all these girls and they were like, sit down, sit down, sit down. And I was like, no, I can't sit down. I was pacing. And then the gym teacher came in and she made me walk to the principal's office, like to the nurse's station with this like giant ice pack. I'm like covered in blood. My whole shirt is bloody. I'm holding it through lunch. So like through all of these hallways and all these kids are looking at me like something just happened because it did. And it was very embarrassing for a 15 year old girl. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Wyatt. So, not only were the stitches, because that's great, but soon thereafter, uh, you also were wearing a boot on your leg. <laughs> because of that same instance? I don't remember why. Why did you have the boot on your leg? <laughs> that's in a hole during my first lacrosse game. <laughs> well, that was the field caretaker's fault. Yeah. <laughs> the girl who wasn't playing her position's fault. But, mm. but because she was from Pleasant Grove... <laughs> She did outgrow all of that. It was a right. great place to grow. <laughs> and it all worked out. But I, do, I don't remember why exactly, but you had a nickname. I know part of it was because of the boot, but we called you Grandma Booty for a long time. <laughs> it's because we were playing basketball at somebody's birthday party, and you wanted me to play basketball in my boot, and I walked like a grandma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can, I make people play basketball all the time. <laughs> and yeah, and even still, I wish I could go back to high school in a certain way, because even though I play basketball quite regularly still, I don't burn the same amount of calories, apparently, or mm-hmm. anything, and I still get bigger. Me I don't too. know how it happens. And I don't even play <laughs> basketball, so. <laughs> 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 um, but... <laughs> But and I do think um, this isn't a pregnancy announcement because Kenzie and I are definitely not pregnant. But I do I think that my pregnant. body is just preparing itself somehow to be a dad. <laughs> I've had a dad bod since I popped out the womb. <laughs> so, You've been ready for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, so <laughs> I, I don't know if we've had any stones as far as that goes in, on anything with that. I, are you accident prone? Did you ever have something like that happen to you? <laughs> I've never had stitches. I, Oh, I've had lots of stitches. I had stitches right here because I fell when I was playing hockey while I was skating, and I sliced it on um, the blade. 
Mm. But I think the funniest thing that happened, I don't remember this probably because I hit my head so hard that I just, <laughs> just knocked all the memory out of me. But my dad said, we went to the local rec center and I was running down the hall because we were going to play racquetball. And I loved playing racquetball with my dad as a kid. And I'm running and my dad sees the drinking fountain ahead of me. And so he yells at me thinking I'm going to stop. And I don't. I just turn my head and say, what, dad? And I just... Smack right, <laughs> just, uh, just right to the side of the drinking fountain, and uh, don't remember the the following two years. So <laughs> what broke up? Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I remember one of your stories. It's gonna make me trash for remembering it, but That's... you were in a full body cast. I was. <laughs> was oh yeah. Oh yes, I broke my femur when I was. Five. It was like two <laughs> days before my sixth birthday. Oh my gosh! I was in a full body cast from my chest to my ankles for six weeks. <laughs> no, nine weeks. Sorry, six You're weeks. A little kid. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was nine weeks. It was the literal worst, and my parents had to take me every time I had to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> just pick him up like that. <laughs> well, I had a bar in between my legs. So they'd take one arm and they'd wrap it around my torso. Wow. And they'd grab the bar in between my legs, and they'd have to hold me on the toilet because I wasn't at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> Some weird angle and just anyway. <laughs> so that's almost oh worse than being grandma booty. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Grandma booty made me cool, man. Yeah, it made you who you were in high school. You know what? I got to find that picture because I have a picture of me with like this. I it might have been like a Depends diaper because all they had, they just cut a hole in the front and a hole in the back. And this massive body suit. And they just had to put it around me and it was the worst. Oh they bathed me as they stuck a vacuum down and like got all. Anyway, we're, we're done talking about this. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> But anyway, um, so I think we just got to know John pretty well yeah. again. But um, <laughs> parents. Yes, him and your parents. Yes, and my parents. <laughs> um, but uh, we do want to get to know you, of course, even better. And of course, those stories help. But we do every every episode. We do have what we call the get to know you question of the week. And I came up with it this week. It's pretty <laughs> simple. Um, me and John both really love cold cereal. Uh, one of our favorite meals. And I was just wondering, Delaney, if you were to describe yourself as a cereal, which cereal would you be? Mm. Probably rice checks. Rice checks. That sounds very bland. Why would you say that? <laughs> Heck, man. Only if you put three <laughs> cups of sugar on it. <laughs> hey, maybe sometimes you need that. But they pair well with many, many things. If you're gluten-free, you can have me. If you're not gluten-free, you can have me. It is 419. Yes. If you like chocolate, I work well with that. Or coconut, I work with so many things. I'm like a chameleon. It's the chameleon cereal. Oh, that's how they should advertise it from now on. Yes, the chameleon cereal. <laughs> Rice checks. <laughs> At first you think I'm bland, but I'm not. <laughs> But yeah, there's a deeper layer to it. <laughs> you have to add a lot of other stuff. <laughs> um, well, okay. So, John, <laughs> what, what kind of cereal do you think you would be? Would you also be Rice Checks, or where would you go? Um, you know, I'm just going to have to 
choose my favorite, and that's Coco <laughs> Dino Bites. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why I'm going to be that, other than the fact that it's just my favorite cereal. So. Oh, yeah. But, but I think the best part about it all, and you can't eat it. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go deep into the reasoning why I like it so much. <laughs> but my favorite is the chocolate milk after. Oh, yeah. And see, I'll, I'll pour enough milk in there where I can have like four bowls of it. And then it's super chocolatey to the point where like my pancreas is just screaming at me as I'm, <laughs> as I'm drinking it, telling me that I don't need diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> see, that is, I haven't had chocolate in years. But that is one of the things that I still miss is uh, chocolate milk, but mostly post-cereal chocolate milk. Mm. But yeah, and uh, chocolate on my rice checks. That mm. was the only way that I could eat them. They just felt so bland until you threw the chocolate on top. And coconut. And coconut. It paired, uh, if I was gluten-free. Or condensed milk or caramel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> but what would you be? Me. Um... Here's a good question. Uh, you know Golden Puffs? The ones that make your pee smell yep, awesome? That's yeah, that's the one. I love that stuff. <laughs> more. I've never heard of this. You've never heard of Golden Puffs? I've never heard of the pee smelling after effect. Did you go to my house when we were in high school? That was like my <laughs> yeah. family's exclusive cereal. <laughs> Wait, no. So my uncle's a doctor and he told me about this. That there are There's like a very small percentage of the population that can't actually smell that. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. So oh, you man. must be one of those. And they are the people that describe themselves as rice checks. <laughs> <laughs> never smelling your pee, Spencer. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't saying that. I was saying the cereal itself was always at my house. <laughs> Wait, have you ever... I hope you have it. <laughs> have you ever eaten it before? No, I haven't. Oh, well, oh, that's man. the bowl. Maybe you're Don't not part it. of that person. Yeah, you, you just are. Have, you just need to have a bowl of that and then, yeah. <laughs> Kenzie, have you had that cereal either? Yes, I have, and it's disgusting. Well, what would you, oh. kind of cereal would you be? I don't know. So I didn't even give a reason for mine, but I just <laughs> the pea like smell. smell the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I like my own scent too. <laughs> but uh, Kenzie, if I were to describe you as a cereal, though, you would be honey bunches of oats, because honey, mm -hmm. you're my bunches of oats. <laughs> But I just love Kenzie that much. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, Delaney, we really do appreciate that. Sorry we couldn't pass any stones on it directly, but do you like cold cereal too? I like rice checks. She likes rice checks. That's yeah. What it means. yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you ever come up to Logan, sometimes we do like to celebrate what we call cereal and SpongeBob. Uh, we've only done it once, but we want to do it more where we just take a Saturday morning and we eat cereal and we rent SpongeBob from the local library and we just do that the whole afternoon. It sounds like a cultural experience. Yes, it is pretty fun. And we'll get to know the culture of Logan. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I guess, you know, sometimes you have to question certain things you do like your cultural things or like other things. And you have to ask, is it really okay in 2019 to do those kinds of things? And that's another question that we like to ask on the show here. It's our, is it okay to scenario question, which John came up with this week. Basically, we're just going to ask you, is it okay to do this scenario in your opinion? Okay. Um, so John, uh, what, what is it for today? 
All right. Um, disclaimer, I forgot the question that I was going to ask, <laughs> but since we were on the cereal topic, I'm going to go along with that. So there are two kinds of people in this world. There's those that like milk and those that don't. <laughs> so if you have a love for cereal that surpasses the fact that you don't need milk for it, is it okay to eat cereal with water? Oh, maybe in hell. <laughs> maybe the only place that could possibly be acceptable. Wow. Okay. That was a very strong opinion. You know, and I'm I'm in agreement with you. Actually, I can't take that stance because I've always agreed with everything on the show. So, but well, here's the thing though, John. You well, I don't like milk. Number one, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't really just like pour water into my cereal. But fact of the matter is, we. You're lactose intolerant. Yes. I just don't like milk. Kenzie doesn't drink normal milk, so we drink rice milk. See, I drink almond milk. And almond milk, which sometimes I think might as well just be sweet water. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet white water. water (laughs) Yeah. So I would kind of have to say, in a certain way, I already am using it. That's true. Plus, the majority of milk probably <laughs> is water, too, so... Right. But, I mean, like, if you were to pour a bowl of cereal and instead of going to the fridge and opening the gallon of milk or the half gallon or whatever you get, you just turn on the tap. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That's not okay. <laughs> not a soggy mess. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, wouldn't be good. But, boy. Uh, anyway, do you have any <laughs> other reasoning behind why you wouldn't do it, though? Because I can't think of anything other than it just sounds horrible. It's what heathens do, so it's naturally not okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is what heathens do. That's in their code book. If heathens had a code book, that would be number one. Yeah. (laughs) The black handbook. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And they tuck it in their pockets with their little name tags and everything. (laughs) But speaking of cereal... John, Spencer asked me to that first date, that homecoming dance, with a unicorn made out of cereal on a piece of paper. Yes. How did you do oh, Yeah. I glued it. I glued it, yeah. <laughs> he said, going to homecoming with you would be cooler than this unicorn made out of cereal. Wow. And that sounds, yeah. that sounds like I, I can hear Spencer's voice say, <laughs> even though it was on a piece of paper. I know. I always, like, I look back on it. And it's like a fundamental thing. Like, I really hate how we asked people to dances like that and had to be creative and you didn't just go up and ask someone. But at the same time, I feel like that was kind of my element. I'm pretty sure I still have it. Yeah. (laughs) Really? That is the sweetest thing. (laughs) Sweetest thing. It was so... It it really wasn't that good of a unicorn. (laughs) But But it's not the kind of thing you throw away. Right. Right, yeah, not glued cereal to a paper plate. It's almost like the definition of most people's garbage. <laughs> but <laughs> still not what you throw away. <laughs> oh, man. But I guess, well, that's kind of one other thing, maybe, that it just came to me. Um, as far as, like, asking creatively goes, people like to go all out on engagements, too. Um, how did Ethan propose to you? <laughs> yeah. And we want to hear a made-up story so that we can hear from Ethan. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't pressure him. Don't pressure him. Ethan, um, 
asked me to marry him, but we went on a, it was our six month anniversary and we went on a drive up the canyon. So this is December 23rd of last year. And I was like, okay, okay, up the canyon. It's cold and ugly outside, but that's okay. All right. <laughs> I outside, walked around, nothing happened. I was feeling really irritated with him at this point because we were getting married in April and I needed to get on it. Uh-huh. I knew that. Um, <laughs> so we drive back. We're driving back to Pleasant Grove to my parents' house. And he's like, hey, do you want to go to this really fancy dinner with me up at Deer Valley next Friday? And I was like, yes, but I know you're not going to propose to me. You're just you're just messing with me. That was really grumpy. And so then we get to my house and we're walking to the front door and all of a sudden he's, he sneak attacks me and he's on one knee and there's like <laughs> the inflatable Grinch. Oh, he's on two knees, two knees. He reminds me. Oh. <laughs> and there was like, you know, one of those inflatable Grinches. Yeah. It was deflated in our yard. <laughs> and grass and like, right after it happened, all he said is, will you marry me? And right after it happened, my sister runs out the door and goes, are you engaged? <laughs> Cameron, because they were, Canyon, because they were stalking me on Find My Friends. And I was like, it, I have, haven't even said yes yet. I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening right now? That's how we got engaged. Well, there you go. Sneak oh, attack, man. spin move. There you go. Sneak attack, spin move. <laughs> yes. See, I really... So I felt like for me, when I was proposing to Kenzie, and I'm sure Ethan might agree with this too, like she already knew it was going to happen because that's kind of like Latter-day Saint culture as well, I think, because we were getting married within like six weeks after our engagement because I wanted both of my sisters to be there. We'd been dating for almost a year at that point. And at first we were going to be like from January to um, like, or no, November to March, like planning it. But then Kenzie's mom pointed out that my sister was leaving on her mission and wouldn't be able to go. And, like, it would be only by, like, a few weeks. So you're like, okay, yeah, we'll just speed it up. Like, what's the difference? So it kind of had to be, like, a hurry-up thing. Like, before we were even engaged, we actually took our engagement photos. Oh, that's wow. With the fake ring that I bought at the Old Navy. (laughs) Not even a real ring? Yeah. And then um, I went to Jarek's for Mm. um, Jarek's Fine Jewelers, Mm. knockoff Jared's and Logan um to get the actual ring and i lied to kenzie about it and said like hey it's gonna be a couple of weeks for it to actually get done like so sorry i know we got to get these engagements out but like you might have to wait a little for the actual proposal and then she was all like no that's okay but really i had the ring so i was just lying to her uh the whole time which is a great way to start a marriage Mm -hmm. and then we (laughs) um we had met working at an after-school club at the Hillcrest Elementary here in Logan. So on the night I was going to do it, I bought a whole bunch of those fake flowers from the Walmart, and I just got up all the petals from it and, like, put them all over this little bench on the playground. And uh, I made a poster. Sydney Bennett actually made it for me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it said, um, Spencer and Mackenzie, 2000. Well, she put 17 at first, and I was like, we're getting married in January. You better put 18. <laughs> so she had to redo it. <laughs> and then, uh, But she got that fixed. And then um, I had our photographer friend, Shelby, uh, come and meet us there, and Jeff was there as well. Uh-huh. And I told Kenzie something, like for some reason she had to be dressed up. We were heading down to Linden, and we were going to go pick up my little sister, who was working at Hillcrest at the time, to take her down. So I was, like, telling Kenzie, like, you got to get, like, dressed, like, put on your makeup. Like, we got to go to this place, like, as soon as we're down there. And she was really grumpy. 
and really mad at that <laughs> but she did it and then um we went and she was like at that point she knew because there's no way of hiding like hillcrest was totally dark there's no way anybody was on the inside that we were picking up but so we i just took her to the playground and um <laughs> it took her to the it, <laughs> not like that no, but <laughs> no, I wasn't even trying to make that sound. Anything can be funny. an innuendo. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Oh my god. Anyway, but so we went to the playground and uh, yeah, I got down on one knee and proposed, and then we celebrated at McDonald's. <laughs> and, yeah, that sounds really good. Seeing as our first date was at Taco Bell, I don't know if that's a step up or not, but still, it's <laughs> a different, different restaurant. So. Yeah, we're pretty trashy. <laughs> But still, so that's how it happened for me. But what about you, John? One um, more stone. Oh, I remember this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. So, I mean, she made fun of me, and she still makes fun of me to this day because <laughs> we went and we went on a hike earlier that day, and it was the same whole spiel. Like, didn't have the ring yet. Blah 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 blah. Go back to her house, and I was like, I'm gonna go home and shower because I'm sweaty. So I go home in the shower and I come back and I don't know. I was just so nervous. I came back in like my nice shorts and a button up shirt. And she just, I'm sure as soon as I walked in, she's like, really? Anyway, so we went up to like this point that was up by Logan Canyon that it overlooks all of the valley. So you can see the temple and everything and whatnot. And I just like, it was during the sunset. She said the whole time, I was like, what time's the sunset? What time's the sunset? What I like asked her like 15 <laughs> times. Anyway, so we got up there and like turned her around. I was like, oh, look at that sunset. Just like super cheesy cliche. Like I did not plan this very well at all. <laughs> but then when she turned around, it was like the sappy, I'm going to say something super cheesy for like 10 seconds and then asked her to marry me. And she said, yes. Aww. And then we ate Cocoa Dino Bites. <laughs> and then we went home. Very precious. Uh, yes. And love is just that way. It's, it's so precious, just... as cheesy as it can be. <laughs> Even if you're celebrating your engagement at McDonald's or with an inflatable Grinch or Dino whatever else, Cocoa Dino Bites, it is a major milestone in a person's life. And, you know, the final milestone and the final stone that we do like to pass with all of our guests is um, an obituary that we like to write all of our guests um, a unique obituary because we feel like through passing stones, we have um, bonded enough and got to know you enough that we know exactly how your life is going to play out. So what we do right now, um, we're going to take a quick break and get that written for you. And, um, yeah, we'll be right back after what? We listen to some absolutely legal and free ska music. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Uh, Delaney, did you have a good wait? A great wait. Excellent. Excellent. So we're still working on these just a little bit. Uh, we were, we're having great discussions here on mental health and everything like that as well. Um, and shout out to Delaney and many like her that do work in the mental health field. It is a challenging thing at times and definitely stigmatized. I know that I grew up with that stigma, especially with where I did grow up. Um, but I'm happy that it is breaking and that there are people like Delaney out there that are willing to help out people that sincerely need it. Uh, so thank you for all you do. Um, 
And sorry now that we are going to kill you in these obituaries. <laughs> but, um, all right. <clears throat> so mine says, I'll go first, and then we'll have John. Okay. You can keep going. I'm just going to kind of make up the last part of it as well. But it says, Delaney Doyle, hashtag Mercer, died tragically after a run-in with her weird friend, old Too Close, Do Close. It was at the end of a re-showing of The Last Jedi. Uh, her and her husband had gone to see the show for the first time since it had premiered to see if time had finally changed their perspective. Sadly, it had not. Um, even sadder, they were in the same theater as Too Close. As the movie ended and Delaney's husband, Ethan, was working on a new novel on why The Last Jedi still sucked, Too Close saw Delaney, shouted her name, and ran toward her with open arms. Delaney, having a flashback from high school, knew not to sidestep into a trash can, as she did beforehand. Or, sorry, I read that wrong. Misspelled. Um, <laughs> so she checked beforehand to make sure there was no trash can in her immediate direction. However, she forgot that uh, she really took on the grandma booty persona in her old age and was wearing a boot on both legs. Wow. As Double two clothes hit her, she had no balance and instantly fell backwards, hitting her head on the <laughs> drinking fountain, <laughs> similar to Swedish John. Uh, causing her to go into shock. Uh, oh. From there, she became delirious, but her final words were, wait, please not Wyatt. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. <laughs> That's tragic, but beautiful. This your sweet <laughs> All right, John. All right. The last, and here's mine. Delaney Doyle, hashtag number sign, pound sign, Mercer, died the 37th of October, December. Peacefully in the good place to grow, right? It all began at the Burning Apple or whatever it was named. I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, when at her first date with Charles, she began reminiscing on the original Del Taco. I wonder when Taco Tuesday became a thing, she said to herself. I'm going to find out. Her and Charles then proceeded to Walmart to buy knitting stuff for the flight for the flight back to Barstow. Upon arrival, Delaney walked up to the cashier, hit the counter with her fist, and screamed, I need rice checks, stat. <laughs> After four minutes of waiting, her number was called and the rice checks was served. She took a bite, looked at the bowl, and realized that it was filled with water, not milk. Delaney died from disgust <laughs> after stating the words, Del Taco employs heathens. She never found the Taco Tuesday origin. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the saddest part is that you never found out the origin. <laughs> but anyway, um, Delaney, thank you again so much for coming on. Uh, I know this will take a while to actually get set up. We are so happy that you finally did it. And just as we end the podcast, what we like to do every week, is we just have our guest um, tell or give words of encouragement. So they could be words of discouragement or encouragement, just any words for encouragement's sake. So go ahead and just to say whatever you, it is you to want the to say. Public. <laughs> you or to the general public? Uh, to the general public. To the general public? Uh -huh. Always wear your mittens so the kittens can't find you. Whoa. Kenzie, how do you feel about that? I want all the cats to find me, so... <laughs> so don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I do like those. I don't like cats, so I would wear mittens. But in any case, um, thank you again for coming on. Uh, and until That's next time... Funny.
Oh, you'll pass up And together and we are passing stones with John and Spencer. Good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>